The flight lesson. Yeah. You guys did a flight lesson recently. Yeah, we did. Turn me down a little. You guys turn, are screaming. Okay. I'll turn you down. Test. You're number two. You're number two. Is that good? Is that good? good. Is that good right there? Good. For, yeah. Yeah. I'm good. All right. Yeah, we did a, yeah. We did Scott's like partial flight review. Yeah. I mean, I didn't really need a flight review. I just needed a, you know, I needed a, a review flight. of flight. A review of flight. <laughs> a review yeah. of flight. I needed a biannual. I did the flight review last year, but this year I was due for the biannual. Gotcha. Yeah. Wow. Way to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it really makes sense the way you're saying it, though. <laughs> I need a flight review last year. I need a biannual flight review this right. year. Yeah. This wow. year I just needed a flight review. Yeah. So basically, I fly so infrequently, I need a flight review every year. But anyway. Yeah, so we went out and flew the islands. Yeah. I think we got, did them all except Rattlesnake. Yeah. Yeah, we did all of them that have a runway on them. And then we did Port and Bay. Yeah. Or I'm sorry, Port Clinton. Port Clinton. Port yeah, we yeah. did Port and Bay, of course. Yeah. But yeah, did Port Clinton. And um, probably did a few at Port, two or three at Port Clinton. Two? Two, I think. Yeah. And so I tried to teach Scott stuff and then I fell flat on my face. Yeah. He was going to try to show me how to do it and. It screwed was, it all it up. It was terrible. Embarrassed myself. Yeah. Embarrassed I, myself. I almost sense. had to grab the controls. <laughs> wow. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> had to get those away from your CFI? Yeah, yeah. It wasn't that bad. I almost was like, okay, that's enough there, Lee. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, Don't give up on that, Rob. I still need that bigger. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. trying. I'm trying my hardest. I made all this bigger. I didn't if, even notice If that. you notice. Yeah, I do notice it now, but... So much for 7.30, Tyler said. Yeah. Aren't you still at work, dude? What time is it? <laughs> yeah, it's got to be early over there. It's three. What are they? Three hours yeah, behind? It's, it's 3.19 over there. Uh-huh. Ooh, we might okay, be that's something. getting bigger. There we go. There we go. Is that going to work for you guys? That works for me. All right. Um, I did it just for that screen over on the right where the chat is. Love so it. That should work. Yeah. Love it. Oh, yeah. All right. Now I can I mean, read we, the chat. We can't see ourselves, but it doesn't really matter because we're in person. So Yeah. It's kind of pointless. That's the beauty. Like, we don't need to look at the screen to see each other. So. That's the beauty of the in-person. Yeah, but now it's like this. I'm totally like falling into the chat, though. Yeah. yeah. Normally, it's yeah. like on my phone propped up against the coaster or all something. Right. That'll so, be all right. Yeah. I like uh, not having a delay because that's really pain. You're used ass. to... Hearing us three seconds after we right. said what and we said. Like, that's a good day. And then yeah, like, that's you guys day. always talk over me because you don't realize I'm talking yet. <laughs> it's like so hard for me to jump in because after, you know, sometimes I'll just be like, you know what? I'm just not even jumping in because they're just going to keep talking right over top of me. The world has missed so much good information from I Scott Boris because of this. That's I true. probably Lives probably have been lost. I'm sure. Because, yeah, I'm of, sure. because you of, didn't get to didn't voice get your voice. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Man. Thank you, Ground Crew, for in-person uh, ability to do this. Yeah, I mean, yes, you're saving you. lives you by letting Scott lives. Boris yeah. talk more. Yeah, we should make a bracelet, a little rubber bracelet. Yeah, of Scott Boris. Scott Boris saves lives. Saves lives. Yep. Yeah, I like it. Um. Okay. So, what were we talking about? Your flight review. Yeah. Mm. But where would we leave off when he you, yelled at us? You needed. Us. You needed. You w- were giving Lee advice about how he could have taught you better. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he he wanted me to do some kind of weird landing. That, What's that weird landing called? Uh, you know, I don't even What's know. What's that technique I called? Don't, I don't know. It's something st- stab <laughs> stab landing. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. stabilize the pressure. Yeah, 
Yeah. Stabilized what? Yeah. Stabilized approach. What does that mean? Does well, that mean like does yeah. that mean like you had Scott doesn't know either. Does that mean like you I, had a, a whiskey a whiskey and coke and your hand steady or right, right. So get the shakes out, you know. Is I, that stabilized? No, I don't I don't know. I'm always stable when I'm coming in for landing, so I don't know what he's talking about. Mentally stable? Well, no, but never. And I wouldn't want to change that. Yeah. That's one thing I wouldn't want to change. All right. No, so, basically he I fly you know, I I like to be able to make the runway without power. And he wants me to do a like a, you know, oh this gradual is, stabilized approach. This has come up on the show before. It's the it's the old stabilized approach versus should we be flying in case we get an engine failure right. and still being able to make the runway. Yeah, exactly. You can't have both. No, and I prefer to no. be able to make the runway. What if you, I've always art I've always been under the impression that you could you can stably have a steep descent right. rate. Yes, I am very stable. I'm stabilized at a steep descent rate because I have 40 degrees of flaps. Yeah. Now, if I was in if I was in a, a Cherokee or something, and then I don't have that flap, but or even a 172, they don't have 40 degrees, do they? Yeah, they do. Do they have? Okay. Some of them do. I thought they only had 30. But yeah, or if I was in something bigger, you know, if I'm in a Cherokee Six, I'm not going to be able to do that. I understand that, but, in a but it's, all, I it's all relative. So you're you're looking at a runway length that you can work with, and so if you we push that to the extremes in an airplane where, like, so if we were to backwards compute it, the 150, what is a runway length where you're like, man, I got to be on it to make this work? What's that runway length? Well, I mean, what would what would I? What would be the length of the runway that would cause me to implement a short field landing? Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess. I, guess, yeah. I mean, anything under like eighteen hundred foot, I would probably do do a short field landing just because I should. But what's like the shortest I could get that plane stopped well, in? No, it's all I, about, I don't know. But the context of stabilized approach, yeah. Yeah. So if you were to picture that and you're going to do that, it's like you just need to use your imagination on a longer runway. If I'm asking you... Well, I understand you, that, but you didn't say it that uh, way. In you a bunch said, of ways... You should have said, give me a short field landing. In a, no, yeah. no, no. We need to work on that. That's not my deficiency. I'm not saying you have a deficiency. I'm not saying you have a deficiency. What I said before we started recording here that Rob was mad we were talking about is I know you can do it and I want to see you do it. That's all. Yeah. And when you were like, no, I don't want to do that. This is how I do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. It's like, no, just show me you can do it. Now shut up. Because I feel like if you'll do it, you'll be like, oh yeah, I think I see that. Because well, I haven't done one in so long. I was trying to get you to do them. Now yeah. my opportunity to show you a more stabilized. That was terrible. I totally. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Shit. It wasn't that bad, but it wasn't well, that good from either. a stable, yeah. I mean, it's just everything. Every, I like it you, was just terrible. It was very smooth until like final. Final, you really right. And could I wish I could have it back, but I can't. Yeah. And it's not yeah. like I tried a second one. It's not like you know. So well, I felt good about it. Well, should have made. I mean, it made feel me better. feel good. Well, that's all. That's that's <laughs> yeah. what I'm here for. And that's what you know. That's what it's all about. Mission accomplished. Yeah. I the thing is is it's you. I agree with you guys that you can do a. Power off, flaps 40, stabilized approach. You're coming in at five degrees descent angle, though. Yeah. I want, 
I know you're probably not soon going to go do an instrument rating, but will you go do that? You want me at three degrees? degrees. Yeah. Three degrees. You're going to have I power. I like my on. five. I like five. Well, maybe 10. I don't know. Well, what you got, hold on real quick though. One thing, think about this, Rob. Think about he goes and takes Nicole up for a ride or anybody brand new to flying. And it's like, who are they going to enjoy? Well, me, not, not in his airplane or not in a GA airplane. But if I could take what I produce in for my day job and produce it in a GA airplane, what is going to be more comfortable for that first per, that person who's never flown before? I'm going to take him up in a Challenger 300. It's going to, they're going to be very impressed very by general impressed. aviation. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 The 150 is probably not going to do it. No, yeah. probably yeah. not. I'm just saying from a, from a, uh, stable, smooth, relatively speaking, I feel like doing a standard, not a standard, consistent descent rate all the way through. When you leave your traffic pattern altitude, you have you have one pitch attitude, one descent angle all the way down to the runway. Is that how I you think. do it? Because I don't. No, I make I, adjustments the entire way down. Well, I'm, I'm, but I see that as a lack of planning. As well, an instructor, that's yeah. all I see. Well, and I know that you're capable of that. planning. So if you can show me that you can do it, then I won't say another word. That's what I'm saying. All I can interpret that as as a lack of planning. When I know you have the skills, but you still won't do it for me, all I can see that as is lack of planning. I always did 10% on base or on, on uh, downwind. 10% what? 10% flaps on downwind. Yeah. Oh, 20% on base. Yeah. And then 30 for final. Then you got that full. Yeah, in the you 150, you got the 40, you got that in there. You yeah. And sometimes you know you have it made, so you throw that 40 in throw just in for anyway. fun anyway. Yeah, you leave yeah. the engine up a little longer than you would. And I like having that four degrees of flap in with that, like, I don't know, maybe. Yeah, 40% power coming along and then you see that sight picture. You get so good at finding that sight picture and then you wait till the last moment and chop it right when you know you're on yeah. on yeah. the correct stabilized yeah. path I, I, for 40 like, degrees of flat. I like that. I like that. Yeah. But that doesn't work for, it doesn't. No. You go to do an instrument rating and yeah, you gotta, yeah. you gotta put your mind in a completely different situation. You gotta, you gotta do everything different there. Right. And anytime you have that predetermined flight path, you're going to run into that inversion of pitch for airspeed, power for altitude. It's now going to be power for airspeed, pitch for altitude. It's going to invert from what people are used to on their, all whatever their entry level instructor is teaching them is always pitch for airspeed, power for altitude. Now it's pitch for altitude, power for airspeed. It, it completely flips and that's kind of more what I'm trying to get him to do in this regime. So it's stable, but we can't in a 150. It's hard to go find an airport you'd go land at where you feel like you're up against the limit of what that airplane is capable of. Even well, 1,800 see, feet. That's what you should no have obstacles. just told me. Pretend this runway is half the length it is or whatever, you know, or a quarter. So I wrote down. For next time. For next time. I had to write down. I put in quotes. Give me a super short approach and landing is what I have to say to Scott. For him I, I don't know that I'll nail it first time because I, I haven't no, done one in so long. Absolutely yeah. not. Nobody I, does. Yeah. You saw what I did. Yeah. And that's what I do. All I do is stabilized approach. Yeah. All I do is stabilized approach. And I couldn't nail it. So I don't understand. I, don't, I, don't, I can almost always come to a smooth touchdown. But I would getting, rather have a shit touchdown there, and a better approach. Getting there is going to be... It, you know, it's just kind of like I adjust, I adjust things as I go. It's like, oh yeah, there's a runway. Okay, I need 
But that's a lack of planning. I don't want you to have to adjust. Yeah, just on the fly. It's embracing yeah, it's, the art form yeah, it's, of airmanship. It's, it's an art. There's it's two like, different it's ways. It's like a painting. You don't know exactly it. where yeah. it's going that's when you start it. You don't know what that's going to look like. Yeah. That artist back in that painting right. there, he didn't know, know what, what it was going to look, look like, like that when he started it. You know, it's, he yeah, went it's along yeah. with it when he went along with Haven't it. Haven't you ever watched Bob Ross? Like, he changes. He's like, oh, now we're going to add some, you know, it's like, you know, going to add a little. Yeah. Make yeah, some little branch over here. Let's make those birds. Yeah, you know, it's a happy birds. bird. It's yeah. a happy bird. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. I'm making birds. No, I. <laughs> you got it's both ends of it. You have one tool in the toolbox. You have a flat blade and not a. No, flops. I got that's, flaps. No, I got throttle. No, I got all no. kinds of stuff. You got a parachute. Parachute. <laughs> parachute. Fire extinguisher. I always keep a parachute. Fire extinguisher. Milk lots, jugs. Lots of cameras. Milk jugs. Lots of cameras. Lots of cameras, yeah. Well, those are all important tools yeah. for any GA flight. <laughs> yeah, I, I just next time I just want to see it. We're gonna we're gonna work on uh radio. Right. Radio work. And I've been working on that. And you did almost all the calls. Yeah. Even just for the traffic pattern, which is abnormal. Yeah. Well, you. I only did them because you were there. It's like, oh God, he's gonna say something if I don't do them. Well, you were calling downwind base and final at Hind? Well, okay. No, not at Hind. Oh, not I was going to say. At the islands, though. And he was only doing... I always call them at the islands. Yeah. Although, Hind probably has more traffic than North Pass, so... I guarantee I'm it sure. does. Yeah. I'm sure. Nowadays, it, I'm sure it does. Yeah. And you, so you're making them, and they were good. Like, he didn't really miss a beat. Like, it's like he'd been making them the whole time, for the most part. Yeah. So... Yeah. Uh, that's good. You were listening been, to live ATC yeah, all day. Yeah, I've been, uh, for the past few days, I've been listening to live ATC, Lakefront Tower. Trying Have to, you really? Trying yeah. to dial oh, that in, yeah. yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, I told I'm you I want to learn this stuff. Yeah, what was, I mean, Scott's is there a any new takeaways man. or any takeaways? I so think far? I could do it. I I think I'd be fine. Have you gotten to the point where you hear some of you're like, yeah, dumb. Yeah. Oh, yeah, all okay. the time. And not, people do things different. Okay, so... Here's if me up a here's what I would oh. do. If I was coming in, I'd call them at like probably like seven miles out, six miles out, whatever. Okay. What do you know you do? why that is? Why do you? Well, because what the, the class delta is four, right? But four I want nautical miles. I want to give them a little cushion so yes. they know I'm coming. You want to give your no? It's really for you to have cushion. Okay. Well, that's yes. Yeah. Yes. So am I right to say like six or seven miles? Absolutely. Okay. Perfect. Right. That's perfect. Okay. And I would say. Uh, like from towers, Cessna 6423 Sierra, and they'd come back and they'd say, uh, 6423 Sierra is, uh, seven miles to the west at 2,000 feet inbound lakefront. Uh, I mean, I missed something there. Oh, Cessna 150. So okay. What, where, what are the, what are the three things? I don't you don't know. have to say Cessna 150. I you're supposed you to tell him. Yeah, Don always really? had Yeah, Don always had a Because it's not always lakefront tower. He doesn't really care. He's going to see with the binoculars. But if it's a Cleveland approach, it's the same call up. And now he's giving them everything they're going to ask for. Okay. Yeah. So if you treat them all the same, and that's how I am. You just, just parallel everything as best you can. Cover your bases. If it's extra, it's still one radio transmission. And it's better than them saying, hey, what type are you? Yeah. If you forget to tell Cleveland approach. You know what I'm saying? And I, when I used to go into Lakefront, I always called Cleveland Approach. Right. And then they would hand me off. But you said that's not necessary. Not necessary. That and they sometimes steer you out way over Lake Erie. Yeah, Yeah. they will. That's dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. I remember my flight instructor when I was flying out of Lakefront back in the day for my instrument, he would get pissed when they'd send him out over Lake Erie. No. Yeah. He would tell him no. He'd be like, we're not going out there. Right. Right. Yeah. Deal with it. Yeah. 
All that was awesome. The only thing I would say is you want to give them the ATIS code. Oh yeah, that I knew at, I was missing something at the end. Yeah, yeah. Two thousand five. When I go to when I go to fly in there, I'm gonna write it down and put it on my like a a knee board. Yeah. So, so I like, can look down in it. Yeah. Like, okay. We'll like, do you have to say like information tango or can you use like I just say tango. Just tango yeah. with so tango. I'd say. Can, tango. can you say with yeah. tequila? No. Like it's got to be the phonetic <laughs> al- alphabet. Usually. Okay. All right. Usually. <laughs> I just know. I didn't know if you could throw some flair into it as long as they know which letter you you're saying. You yeah yeah I'm, with whiskey yeah with, with well that's a, yeah that'd be the with ideal information one. Rum. With information rum. Information <laughs> rum. I wonder how many of the, of the alphabet you could do with alcohol terms. Yeah. Now my my next question is when do I tell them what why I'm coming there because some people will say like inbound lakefront GA parking. So do I, do I say it then or do I, and some people will land and then the tower will ask them what they're doing and then they'll tell them with, with tower on almost on your initial call up, you can give them that. See, that's what I would rather do. That way they know where, you know, they know everything ahead of it, but probably I would say most people don't do that. They Correct. wait until they land and then the tower has to ask them what they want to do. Right. It seems unnecessary, like an unnecessary communication at that point. And it, and it would be um, people who give it in advance with their initial call up or whatever. It's different when you're VFR. I will give you that. It does kind of convolute things a little bit. You can give it. I, I would almost, if it's VFR and you're just kind of cold calling, like, yeah. Like you just popped up. Yeah. You, they just figured out that you're coming there, giving them altitude, distance, uh, all these things all at once might maybe wait a little bit, like when you can get a word in or when it seems convenient for both of you, maybe tell them where you're parking, but they know now at, they probably know, um, at, at Lakefront, for example, people who are in the mode when it's IFR and you're talking to approach Cleveland approach, then they hand you off to tower. It's, it's a much shorter abbreviated call up, you know, lakefront tower, uh visual two four right going to signature. Yeah. You've omitted because they already know yeah. everything because they're getting handed off. So it's yeah. a much abbreviated. Even if I omitted a lot of the instrument guys, they don't even say signature tower will say, you know, parking taxi to signature, whatever they'll say taxi, off the signature or whatever. So in, like when you talk about like GA parking, when you only have one FBO in the field, it's that it, it doesn't matter. The yeah. people who will call in and give that information ahead of time are used to a busier airport where there's multiple FBOs. There's an Atlantic, there's a signature, there's a TAC air. Yeah. Those types but they don't FBOs. know if you said GA parking, all those probably offer GA parking. So yes. So that would not tell them anything. GA parking is if basically if you're based there. Yeah. And you're going to go to like the tie downs Yeah, is how I would interpret that. Okay. So what would I say then? Where you're probably going to go to signature would be my guess. I don't know what the setup is at Lakefront. I don't know what the... Well, like, I don't either. So what would I tell them? Well, I don't know because I'm not going there. Well, what I if you were? Plan. What if I was? I'm going to go to signature. Well, how would I figure out what I'm going to do? You're probably going to call ahead and you need to figure out what the fee structure is for like remote parking is what I would call it or at the FBO, which one's going to be cheaper. I'm sure it's going to be remote 
if there are spots and then you got to talk to airport management, all kinds of stuff. That it's sounds just, like a pain. Well, signature is probably 500 bucks though. Oh yeah. I ain't going there. So you got to call and figure out those things. That's what we have to do for every oh, flight we do. That sounds like we a lot of work. Front. Signature would charge 500 bucks for a 150 to roll Maybe. up. Maybe. Wow. I don't know what it is. I'm just saying. Yeah. yeah. Signature is an isolated thing. If you were to, to well, they have, this they out. have on the, on the taxi diagram or the map, they have a spot that says GA parking. That doesn't mean there's spots for you to park there. That could be like tie downs for tenants who have airplanes based there. There might be, okay. but that warrants a call. It's better to figure See, out. See, When I was flying in, in there, what was it? The, the flight school is in there. American flyers mm-hmm. or something. When I was used to fly in there, I would say American flyers. And then I would just park. They would, Taxi me to park. And you have to walk over to the uh, to the dude, the airport manager, with the instructor to give them the tail number so they wouldn't charge you the, whatever the fee was. So, See, I never did that, but I only got billed once. I need a beer. So, okay. I'll take one of those. You got the fridge right there. It's very convenient. I got to go upstairs and mix another drink, though. Thank you again, Andreas, for we're still getting into your uh, your rums here. Whoa. Yeah. This is like, yeah, man. Now we, now we can't talk shit on the person that walks away. because They can still hear us. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. You can. Well, I got to go upstairs now. So okay, you can, go you can have it. We're going to keep, gonna have at it. we'll keep this going. All right. So, Rob, God, he's so, what a dick. I know. I know. Just bailing <laughs> us. So yeah. Who knows even what's going on over there? The thing is like with, when you're going somewhere, you have to. There's no, in my mind, escaping doing some pre-flight planning. You got to figure out. See, I don't what like to do that. I, I, I just want to fly in there like it's a like I'm flying to Port Clinton. I wouldn't call Port Clinton. I'd just pull up and park. That's because you know what's there. I wouldn't call. You go to Nashville. It's gonna be a different story. I wouldn't fly into Nashville. It's too big. There's a satellite airports that are small. Okay, that you still don't know anything so I, that's not Class Delta. I would not bother calling. And I think that would be a mistake. I yeah. think you would find you go to Jamestown, New York. You go to there's probably a billion I don't know. man. I just never had Finley, I never, Ohio. Finley, I wouldn't call. I know where to go. There I'd are places the, in Ohio where you don't know where to go. Willoughby, Lost Nation. Where are you gonna park? You're gonna go to lunch. Where are you gonna park at Willoughby? Well, I've never flown in there. So you gotta call and well, figure no, it out. I look on my little four flight app right. and I would look at the diagram. Let's see what floor, four flight says for him. All right. Where is Lost Nation? Mm. I used to know this. Oh, I know where it is. I know okay. where it is. Yeah, okay. that's good. So let's find the airport yeah. first. That'd yeah. be a great step yeah. for... Uh, oh, yeah. I'm going to try and catch up with the... Dead air. All I hear is dead air. Uh, He's looking, looking I'm something looking. up. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm somewhat trying to drive him towards a conclusion. Here. Oh, okay. What's the conclusion? He's tell- well, he's telling me that I'm a wuss is the bottom line. Because I'm telling him to do pre-flight planning. He doesn't oh, want to do any no. pre-flight planning for anything under a class Delta, which he wouldn't even go to a class Delta right now. I, I never called. I just, I never called ahead when I was flying into an airport anywhere. Maybe you're just less Did they move Lost Nation? It's not on here. He anymore. can't even find it, guys. So They got rid of it. You have a four-flight subscription yeah, right he's now. Doing, he's on it right now. This is the point I'm trying to prove, basically. Which is, what, what's the point? You've got to do some pre-flight planning. Oh, yeah. He doesn't want to do it. Where's Lost Nation? Well, Did they remove it? Nope. It's Did there. they change the name? Maybe. What airport are you looking up? Lost Nation. That's an airport? Yep. Yeah. It's like east of Cleveland. But 
I can't find it. Is it a Delta or what is it? Something. There's something fishy going on here. They either moved it or changed the name or something. They don't move an airport. Well, closed it or changed the name. It's very difficult to move an airport. Well, probably. So, All right, yeah. Lee. What they do with Lost Nation? It's there. K-L-N-N. K-L-N-N. And now he's got to look up the airport diagram because he's telling me he's not going to do any pre-flight planning. He's just going to fly over there and land and figure it out when he gets on the ground, which obviously would work. I just am petrified of looking like an idiot and parking at the wrong place, whatever. I can't do that. I need to know where I'm going when I land. If it's ambiguous on like a four flight or a Jeppesen airport diagram where the FBO Lake is. Lake County Executive, that's what they call it now? That's what they're calling it now, but still K-L-N-N. I don't okay. know what part about that is hard. Well, I was looking for... None of that matters. What are you looking for? I was looking for Lost Nation on the sectional chart. Timothy says they changed it to Lake County Executive. Yeah. Well, that part doesn't matter. I don't know why he's looking oh, for him that way. Did they make it bigger? It looks like it's got a, a lot more going on than it, it does. So we got to figure out where to park, bud. Man. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, last time I flew in there, there was like nobody there. It was like Scott does not care about looking like an idiot if he shows up somewhere. That's the difference. No, yeah, I don't. Difference. You don't have to do pre-flight planning if you don't. Yeah, if you guess. if you have no aviation shame. I guess. Oh, they have a <laughs> classic jet center. They got multiple taxiways. Taxiway. Alpha, Charlie, Delta. Okay. Um, place is big now. We good with this? We're ready to go. We're ready to do the uh, the list. Did here? they always have two runways? Yes. Okay. okay. Are we gonna? Yeah, go through the go through the chat. I'm, I'm you, trying for a second. Oh, I don't even know where to start. Are um, we recording right now? Yeah. Okay. We've we've been. Um. Oh crap! We actually haven't. In a way. What? I should have hit that button long ago. So everything we just did is not... It's recorded on... Okay. I, I won't have the ability to divide the tracks. Mm. You, don't, you don't really need to, do you? Um, I think it was It's clean. nice. I think it was pretty clean. Though. I think it was clean. Yeah. Clean. I've done it as is. As is. Now I hit the button. Yeah. We can have better editing. Okay. I'm glad you guys said that. Because as I drink more, we're probably going to need more and more of it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. More Lucy. So yeah, it is recording now. Um, so I'm, I'm all the way down. I don't know if any of that really even, I don't know. Um, Stuart says tower just needs no full stop or option. Right. And that's one thing I would say with yours, you just said, uh, inbound maybe or something. And that's, I fine. said, I said inbound landing work like front. Yeah. GA inbound parking. I would tell them what you're doing. Cause it could be in your case, it's almost always, but I shouldn't say GA parking cause they don't know where that is. Potentially not. Hey, why'd you put your phone down? We still got to find where you're parking. At Lost Nation? Yeah, because it's so easy. What? Um, well, well I'm, it's a, I would pull up on this big parking lot right there. Well, that'd be wrong, though. Oh, so that's great. Care. Scott care. is currently getting his hour of ground for yeah, his next biannual flight review. Much. Yeah, we're doing Yeah, that. I'd pull up on... Uh, I'd either take... Uh, that'd be wrong. Delta or Charlie over there to... Uh, that'd be wrong. So that's cool. Where um, would you go? Over I'm by, not going to go to the jet center because I ain't a jet. Well, that's where GA parking is. You feel like a jet, though? Some days. Sometimes, yeah. I flew in there a long time ago. There was nothing going on there. It was like... Just play, just be blasting, have a boombox in the back of the 150, yeah. blasting yeah. like Top Gun soundtrack. You'll be fine. <laughs> Go in the jet center. Where are your aviators? <laughs> yeah. I'll park where I want. <laughs> just... 
get out of the plane, leave the door open, and yeah. tell him tell him to wash it and put it away. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. Oh man, um, yeah. It, th- the point is, is a little bit of pre-flight planning goes a long way when you're trying to have. Wh- what I want is, I want to be. Same thing with when I file back in the day when I used to file an IFR flight plan, which you know I, I still do obviously, but it's all out of flightplan.com where it's all predetermined routes. I was the nerd who used to get out the you know what is it ATC preferred routing, and I would try and file it like that because what I wanted was I wanted cleared as filed. That's what I wanted to hear. That was my reward for doing research basically. And so the same concept here is I want to, if it's ambiguous to me, I make a call. Hey, where exactly are you on a feet on the field? Whatever. Because we mostly go to establish FBOs, but sometimes you're like the names have changed and the, the the chart. So on your, on your flight plan that you file, you'll, you'll have in there what FBO you're going to. No, no. Well, then but how it's, do a, they know? it's a component of flight planning, though. Yeah. It's not on my FAA flight plan, right? But it's part of my flight planning. So when I have passengers on board, I'm not doing S turns and 360s or 180s to go. Oh, wrong, wrong. Well, maybe FDO. they maybe they want to see the airport. Maybe they do. But I like airports. I'm an airport <laughs> nerd. I want to take a tour around that place. Yeah, I, you I like, like airports more than pl- flying. Oh yeah, airplanes. I always love it when I'm flying airlines and the the, the taxi route like goes like all the way around the airport, so I can look at stuff. You know. Well, yeah, not me. Not me. Yeah, man. So, well, that's it. I though. guess my biggest, like, I know how I, I know I could get in and out of there. I just don't know how to tell them where I want to go. You, so, you have to know where you're going to go if you want to tell them where you're well, going to go. I just want to park my little plane. For so, a you few need hours. to know where that is, though. That's my point. If you don't know, how are you going to know what to tell them? And what if there's five FBOs? They should know. Well, they don't. And that's the other thing. If you got, so if you're going into a big airport that has like five runways and like six FBOs, shouldn't you tell them where you want to go while you're still approaching the airport so they know what runway to even would be more convenient to put you on? I don't, normally they won't care that much. Yeah. Normally they are not going to change. Think if there's airports that are closely or uh, runways that are closely aligned or like what comes to mind, just I don't know why immediately, but Raleigh, Durham, for example, they have two runways, parallel runways. One runway is definitely easier to get to the FBOs on one side than the other. The other right. are going to keep most airline traffic on. The other one is going to be GA traffic and the FBOs are on that side. So they'll try and steer you that way or they'll stay. They'll say tower will say, say parking while you're yeah. in the air yeah. and that will help. But normally approach is already clear to you for the visual or the ILS for that runway anyway. So that's a little late, but in that regard, it's a little change for them that can make a big difference to the ground controller. And sometimes they don't care. They'll just pass the buck. They want to get you, they'll land you on the closest runway for them and let ground figure it out. They're just going to kick the can down the road and let ground deal with you for a little bit longer than, and they want to get you out of the air as quick as possible. It's not always going to align. Think if <clears throat> it was really severe where that runway isn't even available because of the wind. Like it's right. a tailwind. Yeah. So if you were to think in those terms, like, okay, what if what if the wind was 180 degrees different? I can't even land this runway at all. What what would they do? That just kind of throws that what's most efficient yeah. concept out of the window. So if you were going to, like, if I'm going to fly into Burke, 
hit up the bars for a few hours mm-hmm. and then come back and fly back to it. It's an awesome plan. <laughs> I like this plan. Continue. <laughs> you would call Burke up and be like, hey, I need to park for a few hours. Call the airport manager. Okay, you call the airport manager. I need to park for a few hours. I want the cheapest place you got. And I don't want anybody bothering me while I'm trying to leave. Yes. I would say it just like that. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to need, I want a clear route to the runway. Yeah, I don't want to be bothered. I don't want to be bothered. I don't want to have to use my depth perception while I'm leaving at night. <laughs> yeah. I really don't want any, like, feds around either. <laughs> Should say that over the radio. <laughs> ask, request that. <laughs> Lakefront Tower, 6423 Sierra. 6423 Sierra. Uh, are there any there are any feds around there? <laughs> yeah, there's one. Never mind. I'm going back. <laughs> Never mind. Talk to you later. <laughs> just I just squawked the uh, the radio not working frequency and turn around. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I don't that's know good. what it is, but um, <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> Look yeah. up. You gotta know Google. what it is to squawk it. Google. Just be all sevens. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. Leaving. Yeah. I think it's seven seven seven. I'm out of here. <laughs> there's there's, there's four there's numbers, four, but that's all right. Yeah. That must be a seven two. Yeah. Process of elimination. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh that that's quite a plan. That's that's quite a plan. Yeah. I still say just do a little call the airport manager. Figure out where the cheapest is. They'll know. They probably get that call 20 times a day. Yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. Asking about the feds? <laughs> that might only be once a day. How often do you have Only feds? on weekends. Uh, How often do you have feds in there? Yeah. <laughs> on average. On average. When are the feds? <laughs> When's the FAA around? I know a guy who got his plane grounded there. He snuck in in the middle of the night and flew it out of there. Obviously, do don't mention grounded? names. How but did he get what? Grounded, I don't remember. There was some sort of damage to it. Oh, okay. And the repair was not. The repair was like it was like a duct tape repair or something. I don't remember how. I don't remember how it got damaged. I don't remember what the deal was. But they grounded the plane there, and they told him that it who, was who grounded the plane. Oh, yeah, I don't. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Somebody saw something happen. Something happened. Well, the plane got damaged. Okay. And they would not let him leave. So he just came back in the middle of the night, went out there and took off. The t- the towers close at night? I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah, I think the tower closes at like And this was this was a long time ago too, so I don't know. I think the tower closes at eleven. Huh. Yeah. Well you gotta just fly in midnight. You're good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah then it's just common traffic advisory yeah. frequency. It's a lot safer that way. ATC is dangerous. Jesus. All right. He's he's so joking though because he's <laughs> if he's been listening to live ATC and we've had this whole conversation. Basically. No, it's fine. ATC is fine. They, yeah, they're not bad. And I've heard so many people screw up on the radio that like I don't know shit about the radio, but I can tell that they've screwed up. And it's not like the tower doesn't yell at them. They might exactly. They might ask them to clarify or something, or they'll you know. You're just talking to another human being. Yeah. And if yeah. you just say student pilot. Right. Well, that's what I used to do. Until I, until I flew in there like several times, I stopped saying student pilot because I didn't really need to. But It's all the same stuff. If that initial call-up is polished, 
you know what you're going to do. You yeah. know what you want to do. Yeah. You know what the winds are. Yeah. You know what runway they're probably landing on. You listen to the ATIS. Oh, yeah, you listen, yeah. What runway you're yeah. landing on. It's super easy. It, as long as you make the, a right initial call up, after that, you just answer questions. Right. Yeah. If it comes to that, yeah. which chances are you don't have to. They know where you're going. And both in this case, they're both FBO or GA parking. We're going to be basically off the same taxiway, anyways. Yeah. The same long parallel well, yeah, taxiway. And half and so. half the time, they'll tell you like what we find often is that's that's common a lot because we go to a lot of small airports. They'll say taxi to whatever via the parallel taxiway, even though there's multiple like taxiways to get you to the the ramp. They don't even say it. They'll just say yeah, Bravo, yeah, and figure it out on your own. Figure it out, yeah. Which I mean, figure it out or do whatever you want because it doesn't matter. Yeah. And so I mean, like Lakefront, for example. I mean, sure, it's super. I've been in there once in the last ten years. Really? Mm-hmm. I figured you guys go in there once in a while. Oh, never. Well, that's you're based at county, right? No, uh, or, Hopkins. Oh, you are at Hopkins. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We don't. Yeah. So. I, and the last time I was in there was with this company, but other than yeah. that, we don't. Scott, when when you go in there next time with the most calm, collective, cool military pilot voice you have, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just say Lakefront Tower C one zero is coming in on final, like <laughs> just, just out the out the five, yeah, and then just, just see what they say. <laughs> That can work. C one zero. C one. I'm a four mile final. Yeah. They have call signs though. They're not going to call in. Oh, they're not going to call in with a type of aircraft. That's. I don't know. I feel like there's a workaround to make yeah. this joke happen. Yeah. Maybe, maybe maybe there is. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Though. Maybe the joke is just the tower going. Really, <laughs> the gonna, joke is you're the call it. This guy's coming in. <laughs> Lockheed F-22. <laughs> Four miles. You do a inbound. T- can you do a Tom Four Cruise accent? Half mile inbound. Yeah, yeah. Half mile inbound. Final. <laughs> uh, <laughs> can I take taxiway Bravo, please? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, Put the mic up to your throat and try to use that for audio comms. It's hilarious. Yeah, because like, it's so garbled. Oh. Like you have a bunch of marbles in your mouth. Sounds like Scott on a normal podcast episode. <laughs> Usually. He's doing pretty good now. Though. Oh, yeah. He's got the instant feedback <laughs> right. in his headsets yeah. with this yeah, setup. Normally, I got the delay. It's like impossible to even talk to you guys. I got to wait until there's like a gap, and then the gap's gone by the time I start <laughs> Yeah, talking. it's got to have a 30-second right. gap. And yeah. Get in there. Yeah. Actually, I... You and I have talked this whole time. He's hardly talked this whole time. I know. That's well. He wasn't yeah. there for our flight lesson, so I didn't have a lot no, to that's say. True. That's true yeah. too. Yeah. I'm just talking about Rob and I. Effective no lag. Rob and I were going to fly this week, but it was so damn windy every night. Yeah. And the few times we hung out, we just ended up we drinking got, instead. Yeah, we drank instead. So wow, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what was it? Tuesday or Wednesday? We we're like, ah, oh, too bad. It's windy. We can't fly. We we had a few beers and then. The wind, the wind died. Yeah, died. And it's like we're like ah crap. Damn it! <laughs> Story of our life. We're too drunk. Yep, to, too drunk to do it. We are coming up on seven o'clock though, so we should probably start knocking out an actual episode. We up for it? I thought we were. I thought that was an actual episode. Well, that's going to be a filler content. Oh, okay. We got 
Um, so I need to go to the bathroom. Oh, jeez. Grab another beer. Yeah, all right. Let's do if he's gone. Well, don't leave go. both at once. Go. We got to have some sort of commentary yeah. going on. You go first. You sure? Yeah. Good. I'm like, one right there. Just, yeah. Whoosh. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's go in the chat. Hey, Dan had it scheduled for, well, is the next available time two weeks? Oh, he's talking about his, the, uh, the exam he was on. We're just standing by for some restroom breaks before we actually start the official episode. That was just kind of some filler buffer. My cousin just passed which is good. his uh, check ride. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I haven't talked to him since, but. This is the one we want to get on the program at some point, right? Yeah, I guess he's going to Emory Little. Oh, nice. Yeah. We got him and Angle on sometime. I sent him the form to fill out to fly my plane, and I, I didn't hear back from him. And my dad's like, oh, he's going down to Emory Riddle. So. He's like, I don't got into Emory Riddle. I don't want to fly my cousin's that, yeah. friggin' right. 1960s old, 150. Old yeah. yeah. I don't have some good stuff to yeah. fly down in Daytona now. My dad asked me, like, how long's the school at Emory Riddle? And I, I, have no, I honestly don't know. How, it's a four year program. Four-year yeah, program? it's a bachelor's degree. Okay. They bring you up through all the CFI stuff. Yeah. If you do the, like, he wants to go through, all the way through ATP. So I assume that's, is that like a four year um, I don't, I don't know if you get the ATP during your four year bachelor's. I think Engel Maybe went through it, got his CFIs, and then got the time. And then, then you build the time, and then you get the ATP. Yeah, I don't even know okay. if they do the ATP there. If there's uh, there's other places, I know well, a lot of people just go to flight safety you for their get ATP a job before you get your ATP. Yeah, you got a fifteen. Well, if you go through a one twenty one school yeah. or no, what is it? One forty one. One. Yeah, one forty one program the, yeah. like Embry Riddle, you can get it in like they knock like two hundred fifty hours off or something like that. Really? Something along those lines. Yeah. Maybe you still maybe five hundred. You still probably don't want to pay for all those hours. Yeah, you're still going to need... You still want to get paid by somebody else for a while. Yeah, you're still going to need like 700 yeah. plus hours well, I don't, at least, I don't know if that, not 1,000. I don't know that he said he wants to get his ATP there. I asked my dad how far he plans on going through Emory Riddle because he asked how long he's going to be there. And my dad said, I don't know, he plans on getting everything all the way as high as you can go. Yeah. I said, well, that's ATP, but I don't know. Yeah. That, the ATP is like time limited, yeah. though. Yeah, Lee would probably know more about that. But Greg says, anyone have experience with FA inspectors joining on checkride? Lee Griffin does actually for his initial CFI, which I would argue is the worst checkride you could possibly yeah. take. Period. Let alone with an FAA guy on board. I took a checkride with an FAA guy. Oh yeah, was, your private was. No. Oh. My medical flight checkride. Oh. Well, left hand. Oh, yeah. Well, nobody had to... Yeah, most people don't have to do that one. Yeah, no. no. So what was that like? Actually, very laid back. He was, like, not really intimidating at all. Like, I don't know. He was, like, we just flew around for a little while. And he was, like, talkative and friendly and, like, didn't... That, that, yeah, they're probably just making sure you can fly, like, yeah. have yeah, the physical he, capability right. to fly the plane. Yeah, yeah. But I was nervous as shit, though, because... We did it in his 172. I had never flown anything other than, well, I had flown at a little time in a Warrior and pretty much just 150. So here I am demonstrating that I can fly a plane that I've never even flown before. Yeah. Which made me a little nervous because, not that there's that much difference between 172 and 150, but it's a check ride with the FAA. So I was nervous enough to begin with. 
Okay. But Greg says he has a PPL student, private pilot's license, PP license, mm-hmm. student going next week with a uh, with a FAA inspector on the check ride. Ooh. You you had that for your initial CFI, right? I did, and I failed. Yes. Um, now, some qualifying conditions. I had not flown in a literal month. It was like 28 days since I had last flown an airplane at all when I took my check ride. So I did my lessons for my CFI, and I didn't fly for 28 days. And then thought I would cold turkey go fly the freaking with the FAA observed check ride. Didn't go good. Um, and I've reviewed, I've got my, uh, all of my FAA records and what he cited as my reason for, I don't know if, I don't remember it, but I, I, whatever he used, I lost 25 knots on steep turns, which I don't even know how that's possible, but that's what he cited as the reason. Um, so that would be bad, but, um, yeah, that was, um, from my understanding, it's almost 100% fail rate on an observed check ride for a CFI initial. Really? For, yeah. Why? I mean, the CFI initials have a high fail rate so, anyway, let so alone... most people fail them the first time? If you have an observed by the FAA. Oh. So the FAA is observing the examiner. Are they in the plane? Yes. Oh, so like in the back? Watching. They're there for the oral. So, so, so the examiner wants to show how tough he is to the FAA guy, basically. Well, basically, the examiner it's not that quite like that. The examiner just can't let normal Anything. things go yeah. because they're yeah. being examined on how they're giving the you FAA, as much yeah. as you're getting examined. Yeah. I would assume is how that is going exactly. down. Exactly. So since then, I have had many, many FAA in the jump seat. I'm a I'm an FO in the at the airlines. I'm a captain at the airlines. I am a uh, captain taking a check ride. With the A observing a check airman giving me the check ride, I've had all those scenarios since, and it is, it is quite a dance because everybody's worried about everybody's job, right? You know, yeah. And you can't let, like Rob said, you can't let anything go, right? Because then you're not, you can't like, you're examining authority. You can't like let them try it again or give them some pointers and let them try it again. Within we, there are conditions you can have. So, like for me, when I go take a check ride, I can fail and retrain. Two items once or one item twice. Like, let's say I'm having a bad day and I can't do steep turns, which steep turns should be a gimme. So if I'm doing steep turns, I can fail it once. They can retrain me. I can try them again. I can fail again. They can train me again on that third one. I need to be able to do it. And then the rest of the check ride needs to be satisfactory. I can fail the steep turns. This is the other scenario. I can fail the steep turns, retrain, Try the steep turns again, pass. Then I can go do V1, engine out stuff. I can fail on engine out stuff, get retrained, try engine out stuff again, and pass. And as long as everything else is good on the check ride, it's a pass. The FAA doesn't know. Nobody knows. It's not permanent record stuff. So that's how our check airmen and our FAA, like all integrate and work together. That is totally kosher, fine, whatever. But you know, of course, there's always provisions in the ACS, used to be PTS, where you can exceed, but as long as you get back, you get back in the tolerances, that's all good. That's all That's all built in. And, you know, my, my after not flying for basically a month, it was terrible. 
Yeah. Like I don't remember that being the reason. I think that was I think that was excessive. I think he had to make that one thing bad enough instead of saying, Well, he sucked at this and I let him go, and he sucked at this and I let him go, and he sucked at this and I let him go. He had to have like one culminating event that exceeded tolerances beyond a because that's what I remember happening. I was not happy with anything. It was all terrible up until the point that he's like, he goes, I've seen enough. <laughs> Take me back. Yeah. And I don't blame him. I remember it being terrible, but I don't remember that one being, I don't remember that one being that bad, but was that, I don't know. There's some no. sort of sound coming through the. Uh, Andrew asked what my medical check ride was for. I have mild cerebral palsy. And as far as I know, I am the first person in America to get a pilot's license who has cerebral palsy. Really? Yeah. I had to get the, the Cleveland clinic to like explain to the FAA what it was. Cause they said, Oh, it's a neurological thing. You absolutely not. The FAA was like, no, not a chance. So I had to get the Cleveland clinic to contact the FAA and like explain to them that it's not a progressive disease. Like it is, what it is now it's not going to change it's not unstable yeah 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 and uh and then ben somehow i think it was ben pretty sure it was ben ran in i know i know it was ben i don't know who he ran into we ran into some big wig at the fa at oshkosh and told him about it and then my first medical actually has like the head of the fa signature on it because he was like oh i'll take care of it you know yeah and then, so between the that Cleveland was. Clinic and Ben running into the FAA. You have such a mild case of it, though. Right. No one yeah. would even know. No. Yeah, I, I mean, remember- you can if you watch my left hand, but uh, yeah, it's not like I'm not like disabled or anything. Yeah, because I like you forever growing up was the only person I knew with cerebral palsy. So I'd then hear about other people, other people having, having it. And I'm like, like oh, oh, that's, that's just what Scott deal. has. And yeah, then I'd meet like, him and yeah, I'm like, holy cow, yeah, like no, that's like, debilitating. Yeah, it's, it's very, very rare to meet somebody with cerebral palsy that has like a mild case like me. Yeah. Most people are like really messed up. But, yeah. It was like every other person I've met yeah. my whole life that has cerebral palsy. So, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is like serious. Right, so as far as right. I know, like between Ben talking to like the head of the FAA and the Cleveland clinic, like going out of their way to contact the FAA for me. I'm pretty sure I'm like the first person, at least in the U S to get the has cerebral palsy that got a, a pilot there. As far as we know, you still might be the only one. Yeah, I could be. Yeah. If anybody's out there who yeah. knows anything, don't email Scott. Cause he won't read it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I won't. Russians hacked into I, his email. He hasn't read in months. Yeah, I remember that. Vlad, I, he's reading all the emails. I don't know who he I, is, though. Somewhere I have the letter that the clinic sent to the FAA explaining my condition or whatever. So flipping this on its head a little bit, if you have it and you need maybe some of the guidance Scott got when he was going through it, it could help you. Yeah. Or if you know somebody yeah. who's having trouble from you know Oklahoma City. Yeah. Yeah. Direct message Lee Griffin on Pilot Ground. Yeah. This, was like, this was like a, a long time ago. So I don't remember all the details, but that's basically how it went. Yeah. Yeah. So some luck and a lot of bullshit, but it's government. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's start uh, the magical list. We knock out an actual episode here. All right. Start it up. All right.